You know what one of the worst things in the world is? And probably also one of the most dangerous things in the world. And we see these uh, sort of people... Uh, I mean, it's one of the worst things in the world, like, ever. And also extremely dangerous, too. You see these people in school, work, where, like, wherever. Wherever, you, you where, whatever walk of life, I'm sure... Uh, you guys will understand what I'm saying and have come across a sort of person like this. The worst thing in the world is someone who thinks they're smart or good and they're not. You know that kind of person? Like, they think they're the shit, but, but they're just so unaware and oblivious of just how, like, stupid or, uh, or wrong or untalented or untalented or unskilled or, you know, whatever. You, you know those kind of people? Like, they walk around as if, like, there's no one like them, no one better than them. And they're like idiots. Like, you, you know those people, like those people who talk. You might you might have argued with someone like this at uh, at work or, or just somewhere. Like someone you were talking to, they just think they're so fucking smart and they're really onto something. But it's actually the total opposite, and they're just so they just they don't have this awareness to sort of realize how ignorant they actually are, how uneducated, misinformed, untalented, unskilled. And why is this dangerous? Because these people, man, they'll walk around thinking they're... I don't know who. But in reality, like, they're... They're dumb as fuck. Now, that's, that's, in, that's in, like, the general world. Like, like just general, like, ordinary people like me and you. Uh, let's call them everyday people. The worst thing in tennis, or in sports in general, is a player... That thinks they're good. And walks around like, oh, oh uh, look at me. Uh. When re in reality, they're shit. Uh, they're so bad. But the problem is, they think they're they're like that. You know, they think they're they're they're, they're like that. You know. And and it's it's not even and and look, there is a difference. Don't get it twisted. It's not even like. Oh, like, you gotta believe you're the best. It's not like that. There's a huge difference, you know? Like, like believing you're the best, like, in your head and not really, like, showing it. Just, like, between you and yourself, you uh, you believe you're the best. You believe you're that bitch. You believe you're that guy. Whatever it is, like, like yeah, that, that is a, a good mentality to have. But um, this is different. Please don't get it twisted. It's a fine line. This is uh, completely different. To walk around like you're the shit, to the best to ever do it, uh, you know, if if you see someone in public or at work or at school, whatever, walk around like, like they're they're untouchable or they own the place when really that they they ain't jack. That's the worst, man. It's so dangerous. Who am I talking about today? Maria Zachary walks around and uh, 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 and the way she just behaves and uh uh uh, you know, like as if she really is the, that sort of uh, person. Just flexing her C word on everyone. Yeah, yeah, I said it. Flexing her cunt, just as if she's she's like that. Yeah, she, please. And it, it's dangerous. But and, and this is why it's that. Like, look, that on its own is bad enough. Someone who who isn't aware of of how wrong or, or how how shit they actually are. Uh, but but instead they think they're they're like that. They think they're all about that. That is bad and probably the worst thing in the world on its own. Now, if you uh, now now here's the second layer to it. If you add, if you consider, or if you add the fact that uh, uh, just how dangerous this is. Why is it dangerous? How is it dangerous? One, because there's a lot of stupid people out there too. They're gonna buy into that. They're gonna be like, "Oh my God, look at her!" Uh, uh, uh. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, "Oh, look at her, man!" Look, like. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they they buy all of that shit. They're like, oh, yeah, that's... Wow, she's amazing. That's the first problem. That's extremely dangerous, in my opinion. There's nothing worse in this world that, than, than being misinformed, honestly. The, the second thing is that her, herself, on the tennis court, thinking she's like that, it's extremely dangerous for, for, for the sport and... Dangerous of, of what she can potentially become, like, like what she could be. Like, okay, she's not like that, but she thinks she is. There is a danger here that... 
it's sort of like fake it till you make it, but and and her and from her perspective, she's not really faking it. And, and her perspective, it's like, oh, I made it, you know. It's like, it's like I don't gotta fake it because because I already made it. So 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 for people like that, it's like they already made it. They're already like that. They're already the shit. They don't have to act or fake anything. But the problem is that, and this is one of the biggest dangers in the world that they might actually become like that and start doing things that these pe sort of people uh, do or think or say or whatever, depending on the person or example here. And that's really dangerous because they, they are not like that. Like Sakura hits a big winner or hits an hits an ace uh, hits an sorry wow hits an ace during a pressure point or a really big point it's like thirty thirty or a deuce or something, and she hits an ace down the tee, and then uh, does this bad man walk just 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 walks it off like it's nothing uh, get you know get get the balls from the kids, like please Maria you're you're not like that, uh, please don't do don't do that shit. I see what you're doing. You are not like that. And I, I know you think you are. And, and that is a huge problem. Ah, man. Because people are really going to buy that. People, A lot of people tune in and watch some tennis. And they eat that shit up, man. And that is a huge problem. Huge problem. Like this is like like things like this uh, for athletes like like at a workplace if you know a dude let's say his name is Harry, and and this, Harry thinks he's uh, Einstein's cousin. But he's the furthest furthest thing from Einstein uh, or Einstein's cousin, you know. Uh, it's okay, you can just ignore Harry, or not give Harry any responsibility, or or sort of dismiss everything he has to say. You know what I mean? But. On a, on a, for for an athlete, it, it's different, man. It's 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 probably it's so. For in my opinion, it's it's one of the worst things in the world. People who are unaware of being unaware. Does that make sense? Like you know, like people are unaware of their own unawareness. You know what I mean? They're oblivious to being oblivious. Of. It's a bit of a look, man. Some look. It's okay. Like, like, like everyone has. Like everyone isn't good at everything. Not everyone's gonna be a good uh, uh, mathematician, accountant, dancer, singer, tennis player. And it's okay uh, if you, if you're not a good tennis player, you probably have some other skills or, or talents. You know, if you're not good at math, maybe you excel in in arts or or, or literature or poetry or or whatever. You know. And that's okay. And look, some people are just stupid. Like, like some people are just not blessed. It's okay, as long as you as you're sort of aware of that and and act, behave, speak, talk, walk accordingly. You know, like just just like know who you are. You know what I mean? Don't don't you know start acting funny and and, and I'm I'm like this and talking like that. no, like don't do that. Really. Look, it's a, I'm not saying, uh, look, uh, I'm not saying there's a lot of things in in this world that I, I am the most useless person at. And there's like 60 million billion people that are better than me at a lot of things. But the thing is, though, I don't, I don't uh, pull up to these activities or whatever it is, the, these sort of skills. And, and, and as if I'm like that. You know, thankfully, I have some awareness of, of my, uh, let's say, strengths and weaknesses, what I can do, what I can't do, uh, and that's okay. Like, I, at ma I'm the most useless person at math ever. I'm aware of that. It's okay. For the longest time, I thought 13 times 3 was 36. You know how, like, you have those things, like, in your head, um... Like quick multiplications, like you know, nine times two is eighteen. Like you don't actually have to have to do it. You know what I mean? Like like some sort of equations or, or multiplications or additions. Like like twenty five times four is a hundred, right? Every like that's just sort of automatic. Um, nine times two is eighteen. Six times six is thirty six. 
you know, basic, basic math, basic times table stuff, right? For the longest time, and this was just etched into my head, like, like this is facts. I thought 13 times 3 was 36. Obviously, that's 12 times 3, right? Is it? Yeah, that's 12 times 3. I thought 13 times 3 was 36, but if I was asked 12 times 3, I'd also say 36. But look, man, I don't, I don't go to, to math, uh, where do math people go? I don't go to math, sort of, uh, ex ex exhibitions or whatever, and, 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 and talk them up on, on some math problems and equations. You just gotta be aware of who you are, your, your strengths and weaknesses, and, and don't be something or someone you're not, please. Because it's extremely dangerous. Welcome to the safe space. Today we had four matches scheduled uh, for the day. Two semifinals in, in, in Berlin, two semifinals in Birmingham. Unfortunately, Birmingham was completely rained out. We did not get any of those semifinals. Those two semifinals will be played tomorrow, and the winner of each of those semifinals will meet later that day in the final. Really don't like that. Uh, they're going to have to play two full matches tomorrow. And it is the final. Uh, good news, bad news. I'd say good news for... Uh, BHM, because I think the uh, the extra day off, uh, the rest would have helped, because she did actually double up, played, let's say half of the third set, well, which which are which are clutch clutch moments. It was very close uh, against Magdalena Frech yesterday, and then later uh, that evening played against Camilla Georgi, who she beat in straight sets, uh, and then she would have had to play her semifinal the next morning. So I think uh, for her that benefits her a lot. Uh, bad news is, like, just overall, like, for the players, like, that's not cool. It's going to be hard to bet or, or see what's good with the final. Uh, the lines in the final are probably going to be funny. They're going to be all sorts of... Uh, not fucked up, but it's just hard to tell how... What is factored into that line, you know what I mean? The rest, like, obviously one semifinal will be played before the other. Unless they're willing to have one of the semifinals on another court so it's fair like they both start in the same time but i think that's very unlikely uh because of like tickets and and, and broadcast and, and tv rights and things like that um so yeah things like that and when you get a line like the, the if, if they post lines for that match obviously it's like it's like quick turnaround uh there's probably going to be like two or three hours tops uh between when the second semifinal ends and then when they have to play the final later that evening so uh, you know, some some places don't have that line, and and even if they do have that line, like like what is this line telling me? What it, what is what is it saying? Are they already are they automatically showing love to the player who played first, who maybe has like one or two or three hours uh, extra rest? You know what I mean? So that shit is never fun. But tennis is tennis. Um, will the players be impacted? I don't know. Maybe. Um, Depending on what those semifinals look like, will there be tanking? Because uh, all of the players playing in Birmingham tomorrow are going to be at Wimbledon. Uh, Simona, Haddad Maya, Sori Kirstea, and the Zangbanger. Uh, no Russians or Bella Russians there. So, like, you know, will they not, you know, try to go balls to the wall and, and, and like, you know, try and prevent injury by just taking it easy and, and see what happens? I don't know. It's not fun. Uh, that's definitely bad news, uh, but it is what it is, right? Uh, tomorrow we have the final in Berlin. We'll talk about who uh, is going to be playing that final in a second. Also, uh, tomorrow we have, uh, and this is a bit of a weird one. Sundays are, n are never like this. Usually Sundays we only have uh, qualies. And sometimes if, if tournaments start to decide, uh, decide to start, sorry, <laughs> a day early, uh, they'll have one, two, maybe three uh, matches on a Sunday uh, in the main draw first round. Um, and then the rest as usual on Monday. But no, tomorrow there's a full slate of matches uh, in both of our new tournaments, uh, Eastbourne and Bad, uh, Bad Omberg. Okay, so we're going to look at that draw. Uh, we're going to look at the first round matches. We'll see what's good. And once again, I apologize for the late upload. <laughs> upload. I'll try and be uh, as brief and as quick as I can. Okay. Now look, uh, today in Berlin, um, 
Whether Zachary won or lost that match, whatever I said in the, in the first 7 or 11 minutes, whatever, uh, to start, everything I said about Zachary is true. I don't care if she won or lost, this has nothing to do with the result. But she lost. So, I, but, but, but look, that's, that's irrelevant. She lost, but it, it's... I mean, even if she had won, I, I would have been saying the same exact things. Someone who thinks, walks, acts, behaves... Like she's good when really she's not, and and she's just sort of uh, oblivious to that. Very dangerous. But look, Belinda Bencic, she was on Fraud Watch. She was one of the original three at the beginning of the, of the grass court season. Before before a single match was played, uh, I had a ones to watch list: Belinda Bencic, Elena Rybakina, Kaya Yuvan. Uh, Kaya Yuvan and Elena Elena Rybakina are gone. Uh, Bencic was put to Fraud Watch. Uh, but I think she's passed the test. Tomorrow she gets Ons Jabour. It's their third meeting of the year. Ons Jabour, by the way, beat Coco Golf 7-6-6-2. But l let's talk about this uh, Benchich match first, though, and, and then we'll move on to that. So this was a really, really, really good match, to be honest. Super close. Benchich won 6-7-6-4-6-4. When Juan from a set down again, it's her fourth third set match of the week. Every match she's played this week, one to four sets. Beat Nemo 2-1, Kalinskaya 2-1, Kudermetova 2-1 from a set down, and today, Sakari 2-1 from a set down. Belinda Bencic is a huge player. She's... Um, she has very high expectations of herself, holds herself to a high standard. She wants to win every fucking point in, 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 in every game of every set of every match, uh, which is just amazing. Um, she was obviously a lot better than her opponent on paper, but uh, on, on court today, it was it was pretty close for the most part. Sakari served well, hit a lot of big serves in, in crucial moments, uh, which was really clutch. Zachary also saved 15 of 19 breakpoints. Uh, a lot of uh, some of that was due to you know aces, good first serves, uh, but but also Belinda Bencic sort of being overzealous, over eager on on some of the returns, trying to to capitalize and be super aggressive uh, when she's up breakpoint. Uh, but ultimately, Zachary was broken four times. Uh, Belinda Bencic saved six of eight breakpoints, so she was broken twice. Sakari, 9 aces, 8 double faults. Benchich, 4 aces, 2 double faults. First serve points, 171% for Benchich, really good. She hit a shit ton of first serves. 95% first serve uh, percentage, which was really, really good. She only had to hit 5 second serves all match. Uh, and 2 of them were double faults, but it's okay. That's really good. You play a three-hour match and you only had to hit five-second serves. Fuck, that's amazing. Double fault all of them. Fuck it. You know, if you, if if you, if your first serve percentage is that high, that's that's really good. Benchich looks good, man. Look, Benchich is a gamer. Uh, Benchich in a final, I, you know, different player. Just the confidence and the self-belief is is remarkable. Uh, and just the the confidence and the momentum that she gains, obviously, to get to that final, and once she's there, she—it's uh, amazing. If if you just look at Belinda Bench's performance in, in in finals, and and, and semifinals when she's gotten there, amazing. You can look back at Charleston, uh, which was the first tournament of clay season. I believe it was in shall I say March. Maybe April, late March or early April. Um, beat Badosa on uh, beat Badosa, beat Alexandrova on route to the final. In the final, played against Uns Jabor, beat Uns Jabor. Tomorrow she plays against Uns Jabor. Look, Uns Jabor was 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 good today. Not great, nothing spectacular. But the reason why she won today was just Coco Golf is is not. Uh, who I thought she could be or who she might be, but instead Coco Golf is exactly who I knew she was. 
She is everything that I, 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 I believed that she was, and I thought I was wrong and believed she could have been this or that, and I c might have been wrong, but no, I was not wrong, I was wrong about being wrong, uh, I w or I was wrong about the possibility of me being wrong, but no, uh, Coco Golf exactly who I, is, who I thought she was. You know, today it was her character and, and, and what she's really about was really put to the test under a microscope. Coco Golf and the three biggest matches of her career just crumbled. I'd say this was also probably one of the the biggest matches of her career. To to be completely honest, it's not the the I mean, it's just a 500 on grass, a semi-final, um, but it is against Onshibori. It, it it is the the match that would have given her uh, that would have put her in the top ten, and and that would have been her her debut in the top ten. The this is her first tournament after being a Grand Slam finalist. Obviously that Grand Slam final was the biggest match of her career, but expectations were low. Now I'd say expectations were, uh, obviously ex expectations were low because she was playing against Iga, but I'd say now probably expectations for her are a little bit higher, uh, considering she did what she did. But Coco Goff, man, uh, we talk about this all the time. Uh, it's a huge benefit to the draws that she gets. You know, let three love in the first set, uh, and then, you know, th from 3-love up, you, you lose the set in a tiebreak, and then you disappear in the second. Uh, just test of character, man. Tiebreak against a good player, a good player, a fighter. You know, like, Coco Goff, are you about that or no? The answer is no, and I fear it's always going to be no. And, I, and, I, and I've, uh, I think I'm coming to believe that. Whether you believe that or think otherwise is okay, but I'm prepared to say that uh, Coco Goff is just not like that. And why do I have reservations, or why do I hate, or I'm just not a fan of certain players? I just gotta trust myself. Like, if if I don't like a player, it's for a reason, you know? And and if I like a player, it's for a reason. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, I like Alexandrova, Benchich, Rybakina for a lot of reasons. I don't like Bedosa, Zachary... Uh, Coco Golf for a lot of reasons. I just don't think they're good. So I think it's best to sort of stick to your guns and stick what you believe in. Uh, if if you have similar uh, reservations or thoughts or or or, or sort of uh, philosophies or whatever about a certain player, then then I suggest that you rock with that and not be don't like tiptoe. Like uh, you know, if you believe something, stick with it because you're probably right, right? Uh, stick to your intuition, man. Really. Not all the time, you're not going to be wrong. I was dead wrong on Iga Shiantek. But I was not wrong on Coco Goff, Bedosa, you know, uh, J Jason Tatum. In a couple of months, when, once the NFL, uh, NFL season begins, Russell Wilson. You know what I mean? Like, uh, if you see something or if, 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 or if you feel something when you watch, you know, players, teams, whatever, whatever sport, uh, you're probably right. Unless you're a sick fuck that's just biased and you have, like, preconceptions or something, I'm not like that, whether you believe that or not. I'm, uh, it may not seem that way because I'm very opinionated and, uh, what's the word? Uh, controversial or persistent, but it, it's not biases or anything like that, truly. It's just, I guess, uh, sticking to your guns, I guess. Uh, that's a good expression or analogy. But anyway, tomorrow, Benchich, Jabor, and the final, I don't... And, uh, and here's the line. Uh, the, the Benchich is plus 135. Why? Like, this is as 50-50 as a 50-50 gets, and it's a final. You know what I mean? And, and finals, like, like, both of these players are playing well. They're obviously both in good form. They've obviously both won four in a row, right, to get here. So, like, what are we doing here? Uh, Benchich didn't have to... Uh, sorry, Benchich played Kudrymetova, Kalinskaya, Sakari. That last one is not that good, but uh, Kudrymetova, Kalinskaya, honestly, it's tough. I don't care what anyone says. And first round, her, her sort of easy one was Julie Nemo, the German girl. Okay. 
Once Jabor had a hobbled Mukuvo, Alicia Parks, Sasnovich, and Coco Goff. I'm sorry. I'm not. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm not understanding why why Ons Jabor is is a is a reasonable favorite in a final. I don't understand why. Could it possibly be that Ons Jabor just beat one of the best players in the world? Is that what it is? Is this like a like a reaction to Oh my God, Ons Jabor beat Coco Goff. <laughs> oh my God. Could it be that, or could it be the fact that Ons Jabor? Uh, Bor has only dropped one set in her four matches, and every other set was one in straights, Mukova in straights, Parks in straights, uh, Sasnovich from a set down, sets and a breakdown actually, and Kokogov in straights. And again, if you compare that to Bencic, Bencic has played multiple uh, three setters, but uh, I, I think people uh, really overthink that. I, I think some people, I, I think that these are probably the reasons. Uh, it's something like that, and I think a lot of people will think or say, Oh my god, Bencic has played so many three-setters. Oh my god, she's gonna be tired. Or, oh my god, like, she's kind of struggling. Like, I, I... In my opinion, three-setters are... Not good for the body, because obviously in the final, maybe you'll feel your legs a little bit. But three-setters uh, sort of brew confidence and, and just make you sort of believe in yourself, like... I can do it. Like when it's tough, when it's long, when it's close, it's tight. Uh, I've come through every time. And so far, nothing can stop me, so I'm gonna keep going. Obviously, if you're playing against baby food names and going to three sets, then yeah, that's uh, that's horrible. But every every three setter, except arguably Julie Nemo in the first round for Bencic, of play good players playing well. Kalinskaya, Kudermetova. And Maria Sakari. And to come through in three sets every time, that's that's good stuff. And Brute's confidence makes you believe. Has Unshibur even been tested so far? I think I think no. Mukova off an injury, no. Alicia Parks, uh, no. Sasnovich, uh, maybe. Kokogov, for a little bit. Honestly, for a little bit, but then no. Like I said on Twitter, this is episode 3 of Jabor Bencic. There are two meetings was on clay. The first one was the Charleston final, where it was Jabor 1 in three sets. 6-1-5-7-6-4. And the second one was in Madrid. The rain delay, the horribly timed rain delay, and it was like such a long process. It took like 50 minutes to close the roof. And by the time they closed the roof, the court already got soaked and they had to repair the, the, the clay in the court. And this was immediately after Bencic had just won the second set and was rolling. And of course, uh, Jabor is the, the rat and rain delay always benefits the rat or the, the worst player, the losing player. Um, and that's what happened. And yeah, this is episode three. Bencic has a plus next to her name and, and I cannot think of one reason why. I, I've just listed many reasons why, but it's, I'm telling you, don't think like that. Benchich money line tomorrow, let's run it. For Birmingham, I mean, we have we have nothing else to say. We, we have the two semifinals, we've talked about them. So, on Twitter tomorrow, if I'm active, I'll... I'll provide com commentary and my thoughts on 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 um, I, on what the potential move is uh, for the final. But I hope there are no interruptions or delays tomorrow in Birmingham specifically, because this would be really bad if. If they have to delay or wait around any further, you know? I just want to add in qualies today, uh, McNally lost in straight sets uh, to Alexandra Krunic, a bit of a surprise. Uh, Miyazaki, uh, this Japanese-British girl, uh, amazing. What she did against Darius Saville, came back from 1-6 down, uh, lost the first set 1-6, uh, got her back with a 6-1 and then 
Miyazaki really good. Well, watch out for for Miyazaki. Bad Homburg, there were only four uh, qualifier matches, and that's it. Uh, it's just one round, uh, which is really weird. Uh, this girl, Swan, really good 6-2, 6-1 win. Um, Swan is one to watch out for. Gasanova with a straight sets win. I've never seen that before in my life. Uh, and this girl, Yulia Hatuka, is nice. This Belarusian girl is good. Unfortunately, will not be playing Wimbledon, but probably wasn't going to really play Wimbledon anyway. But yeah, so this is her slam. So, okay, Hatuka. Okay, so to get into the Eastbourne draw, there are 16 seeds. All 16 seeds re uh, receive a first round bye. So it's a 46-player tournament um, with a round of 64 format. Um, basically, it's a round of 64 with the 16 seeds getting... Uh, buys on the first round your 16 seeds are starting from one Bedosa, Jabor, Zachary, Pliskova, Muguruza, Coco Goff, Krzykova, Ostapenko, Rybakina, Julie Teichman, Madison Keys, Camilla Georgi, Elise Martans, Petrikovitova, Behadad Maya and the 16th seed is Yulia Putintseva. Also in the draw, Alison Risk, Petra Martic, Martinsova, Yastremska, Kostya Gulovic, Ayla Tomjanovic, Elena Gabi Rus, Lauren Davis, Kalanino, Sori Kirstea, Alison Risk, Shinwen Shang, and that's it. Shelby Rogers too, but oh well. The draw looks good, so no Iga Svjantek. Uh, Iga Svjantek will not play any tournament before, I guess, jumping into the deep end in Wimbledon, and she's probably going to win anyway. So no warm-up, no tune-up uh, tournament for Iga Svjantek, which I think is a bit of an interesting one. Uh, Bedosa is back. This is her first tournament on the grass, I believe. Um, same for Kruzhikova. Same for Madison Keys. Same for Putinseva. I think. I believe so. Obviously, Jabor, Zachary, Pliskova have played. Uh, Ostapenko. Rabakana, only the one. Lost to Shelby Rogers. Uh, Jilly Teichman, only the one. Lost to Dasha Seville, I think. Mm -hmm. We've seen Georgie. We've seen Elise Mertens. Lost to Alison Van Outwenk. Uh, Petra Kvitova, I th think, played. I think. Oh, and lost to Bihadad Maya. That's right, that was a good one. Um, yeah. No, no, this is this is good. This is very good. Um, this is obviously the biggest grass, grass court tournament it is. I think it's up there with Berlin, in all honesty. So, let's see. Let's see what's good. Uh, kind of hard to assess uh, the draw because it looks um, like too big for no reason. Um, starting from the top, Bedosa is the one seed. She has a bye. Second round, she gets Petra Martic or wildcard uh, Anna Baraj. Anna Baraj should beat Petra Martic, and I, I hope she beats Bedosa. Petra Martic did not look good on the grass. Uh, that Maya has a bye. Look at that. And then the second round would get Kenepi or Nuria Perizes Diaz. Uh, that's good stuff, I think, for her. I see why they're starting a day early now, because it's uh, it's it's a bigger sort of tournament. Mm -hmm. Rebakina gets a bye. We'll play either uh, the Zangbanger or Maria Camila Osorio Serrano, which is potentially good news for Rebakina. She'd she'd crush a Zang's shit. Pushkova gets a bye. We'll play either the winner of Bolter versus Martinsevo. That's hell of a first round match. And there'll be a, a, a decent match in the second round. Pushkova versus Katie Bolter or Martinsevo. Yastremska gets a qualifier. And the winner of that faces Kvitova. 
who has a bye. Julie Teichman has a bye. She'll face either Madison Brengel or Harriet Darts. Uh, that's a, a pretty even first round, and that'll be an interesting second round too. Julie Teichman uh, has a lot to prove. Barbora Krajikova playing her first tournament um, on the grass. Only played one match uh, this year. It was the French Open first round. Lost to Diane Perry on Suzanne Anglais. Um, Krajikova will either get Golovic or Kostyuk in the first round. That's a tough first round uh, match. And will be a tough second round match for Krajikova. Either Golovic or Kostyuk. Ostapenko has a bye. She'll either play Ayla Tomjanovic. Wow! Or a qualifier. If you guys don't remember, last year on grass, uh, in Eastbourne actually maybe, or maybe it was Wimbledon. Probably was Wimbledon. Um, I know it was in the UK though, and this is in the UK also. Might have been Wimbledon. Probably was Wimbledon. Osipenko and, and Tomjanovic at the net after the match. Really interesting. A lot of sass, a lot of bitchiness and back and forth. So this would be a crazy one if they were to meet. The... The, the, the sassiness and, and, and the bitchiness uh, here would be off the charts <coughs> for sure, excuse me, from both players. But what a match that would be too. Ostapenko versus Ala Tomjanovic. Madison Keys has a bye and will play either uh, uh, Elena Gabi Rus or Lauren Davis. That's also a good first round match. 50-50, kind of ugly, but we'll see. Winner faces Madison Keys. Putinseva, the 16th seed, uh, has a bye. Will face either Soribe Sormo or Udvardi. Uh. Kalanina Annalina Kalanina and the first round gets Sori Kristea winner faces Maria Sakkari bad news for Maria Sakkari but also bad news for Sori Kristea but let's see she has work to do here first uh, a semi-final and potentially a final tomorrow uh, and I guess she'll get Monday off or no she, she has no bite never mind no Monday off I guess she'd play Monday then her first round match against Kalanina in Eastbourne and then face Zachary. Mm -hmm. Watch her withdraw because it's like too much. And Kalanina gets some no name lucky loser. And the lucky loser does some crazy shit and beats Kalanina. And Maria Zachary then plays the lucky loser, rocks her shit. Maria Zachary's through to the for third round. Simple. Just very simple. Expected stuff. Muguruza, the fifth seed in the first round, has a bye. In the second round, she'll play, face either Shinwen Sheng or Magdalena Fre. Uh, she'll lose that match, whoever she plays. And then it's qualifier, qualifier, and the winner faces Georgie. Elise Mertens gets a bye, faces either Zanevska or qualifier. And the two seed, at all the way at the bottom of the draw, Unstabur has a bye. In the second round, will face either Marie Buskova or Shelby Rogers, a pretty good first round match also, pretty even, for sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Once qualifiers are placed tomorrow, and, and some of these first round matches are played tomorrow, uh, then we can also spend some time tomorrow looking at the rest of the draw, and then once we have names and pieces in, uh, we, can, we can take it from there, I think. Okay, and make some predictions, some forecasts for... Uh, quarterfinals or, or like uh, what different sections look like semifinals finals potential winner things like that okay but Homburg then a traditional 32 player draw um, your top eight seeds number one seed Daria Kasatkina Daria Kasatkina is the number one seed Daria Kasatkina and Bad Homburg is the number one seed Bencic uh, is the second seed, and then Kerber, Halep, Kudrymetseva, Anisimova, Trevisan, seven seed, Samsonova, the eight seed. Uh, surprised to see Kudrymetseva here, um, in all honesty. Uh, I think she has not, she's not willing or ready to forego the grass season. Uh, good on her, honestly, for playing all three weeks, even though not being uh, able to participate at Wimbledon. Same for Samsonova. Samsonova as well playing. Also played all three weeks. Uh, first week lost to Anne Lee in straights. Second week lost to Kudermetova in three. And let's see let's see how it goes here. Kasatkina, the one seed, gets uh, Andrea Petkovic in the first round. Petkovic always plays well in Germany, uh, but 
just a few days ago against Sasnovich in Berlin sucked uh, on a on a fat one uh, after beating Muguruza in straights in the previous round. Um, so honestly, I kind of like it a bit of a a, a tough one, a, a tricky, a potentially tricky one for Kastikin in the first round. But let's see what's good. Uh, Claire Liu makes her return to the to the tour level. Uh, played a couple ITFs here and there since um, was it Rabat where she had her run, lost in the final to Trevisan, and then lost to Zdancic in the first round of the French Open after being on a tear, like a eight, nine, ten match win streak or something. Uh, Claire Liu on the grass. Let's see what's good. Tough one for her. Also gets wild card. Uh, big Julie Nemo. Uh, tough one, tough one, tough one. German girl. Katie Swan, the qualifier uh, in the first round, gets Sloane Stevens. She's gonna beat her. Andrisku Trevisan potentially could be very good. That's a whole lot of ass. Sorry. Simona Halep gets Sinyakova. A bit of an interesting one. Qualifier Yulia Hatuka, uh, as we spoke of her, uh, as well as Katie Swan. Uh, she's going to beat Zidancic in the first round. Anna Bondar as well, since... Just like Claire Lou, since Rabat, where she had a good run, had a decent-ish clay season, went to the French Open, lost in the first round to Kvitova, is making her first appearance on the grass, then none against none other than the American and Lee. Wow. Alison van Oetvank versus Amanda Anisimova. Anis Amanda Anisimova. This is her first match on the grass. Gets Alison van Oetvank. <laughs> Kudermetova, Kalinskaya, of course, two players that you like and love are playing each other in the first round. Both Russian. It's very interesting. Uh, Potapova against Tatiana Maria in the first round also. Kaya Yuvan versus Bronzetti. Again, same thing. Two promising players that you like, that I like to back, playing each other in the first round. A lot of fun. Qualifier Gasanova gets the third seed Angie Kerber. Angie Kerber, the defending champion. Uh, Gasanova, wow. She either wins or loses 6 love, 6 1. No other sort of uh, in between. Another all Russian affair. It's really interesting stuff. Uh, really funny as well. Samsonova, Rachimova, uh, Samsonova, A seed, Rachimova, qualifier. Sasnovich, Garcia. The, this honestly feels like a slam semi-final in some alternate universe. Sasnovich versus Caroline Garcia. Lovely. Alizé Cornet versus Great Minen also, and Bencic, the two seed, all the way at the bottom of the draw uh, against wildcard Sabine Litsky. Good draw, honestly, for a 250. There are some names here, and the first round looks pretty good. I like 32-player draws. It's nice and nice and clean. Um, no buys, nothing like that, uh, and you can sort of see the full picture. However, for purposes of um, time and efficiency, we will have a look at the draw and make forecasts and predictions uh, after tomorrow, maybe after the first round, and see what's good and, and see how the draw shapes up. Having said that, just a quick glance, I don't see any crazy potential second round matches uh, at first glance. Um, Kudermetova, Kalinskaya, all-Russian match, potential uh, all-Russian second round match. Um, if Potapova wins, she will also face either Kudermetova or Kalinskaya. More Russian versus Russian action. Amazing. Uh, just, it just, It's just so clear that they want to limit the amount of Russian players that advance, so they just have them face each other. Uh, it's really clear. Draws are completely random. This is just a coincidence. Another interesting uh, potential second round match in Bad Omber. Kaya Yuvan, Kerber in the second round. Um, if Kaya Yuvan beats Bronzetti and if Kerber beats qualifier Gasanova, um, that'll be a rematch of the Strasbourg final from, let's say, a month ago or something. Which was, I think, one of the best matches of the year. Kaya Yuvan uh, versus Angie Kerber. Angie Kerber won 7-6, uh, 6-7, six, six, seven, seven, six. 
so that'd be a rematch. That's that's a pretty good one. And other than that, everything is just hot shit. Uh, although there are some good names and, and some good first round matches, but I, I don't think it's gonna be good until uh, the quarterfinal, and then and then we'll see what's up. However, we have matches tomorrow. We have a, a lot of first round matches tomorrow. So uh, why don't we take a look at that uh, before we wrap up? So for tomorrow, to start with Eastbourne, and this is a bit of an ugly one to start with, but Danka Kovinic versus Magda Lynette. This is going to be an over 20 and a half thing, I think. Um, they've met twice before. Lynette won both uh, matches in three sets. Oh, I expect the same today. Lynette in three uh, sounds pretty good. Um... Honestly, the uh, Danka Kovinic, the odds are a bit long. Magda, Magda Lynette is, uh, has definitely dwindled a lot since Strasbourg and the French Open. Um, Danka Kovinic, her first match on the grass. Uh, Danka Kovinic, her first match uh, since the French Open. I think over 20.5 could be good. Kind of scary. Like it, don't love it. Kinepi versus Nuria Parizas Diaz uh, is going to be a pass. Sorry, I, I just can't... I cannot do this one. Okay, Kai Kanepi, Nuria Prizes Diaz. I have no idea what to expect. Very volatile. Um, they've never met before, so no thank you. Gulovic versus Kostyuk. I'm going to take Kostyuk. Even though Kostyuk um, lost her last three matches in a row uh, in, in the first round of, of her last three tournaments. Um... Has has yet to play on the grass. Uh, Vicky Gulovic, I, th I think we've had it. We we've seen enough. We've had enough. I think of Vicky Gulovic. Okay. Marta Kostyuk, plus one twenty looks very good. Sara Suribes Tormo versus Pana Udvardi. Um, I don't see what's wrong with the with the Pana Udvardi set. Um. Saros Ribas Tormo on the on the grass. Uh, it's gonna be a, a super long match. Probably a lot of long points and shit. These are both clay court players playing on the grass. Um, it's kind of ugly, but I think uh, it's very ugly actually. But I think the uh, <laughs> value on uh, Panud Vardy is is there. It's certainly there. It's it's a lot of value, I think. Uh, but yeah, she should be the underdog, but maybe not like this. Maybe an over. I think an over could be good. 20 and a half, possibly. Uh, but again, like it, don't love it. Buskova versus Shelby Rogers. Buskova has not played since uh, the French Open where she uh, withdrew entirely. Didn't even retire, but withdrew going into her second round match against Elise Mertens. Um, so yeah, hasn't played since. Hasn't played on the grass at all. Uh, Shelby Rogers did good in Den Bosch in Birmingham, lost to Sori Kirstea, which at the time looked really bad, but I think Sori Kirstea now having having made uh, run, won two more matches, made the semi-final, uh, that looks a little less worse, um, or doesn't look as bad anymore. Uh, the previous week in Den Bosch, uh, beat, beat Rybakina, beat Flipkins, uh, took Sabalenka to a first set tiebreak and then lost 6-love. Um, I don't know. Can can Buskova weather the the Shelby Rogers storm? Is Buskova back? Buskova is a hell of a player, man. She's very crafty, but I think her lack of uh, rhythm, uh, confidence, time on the surface might might not be very good. Um, she's plus one forty. I think it's definitely playable. Um, but she's definitely more of a rhythm sort of confidence player. Uh, and she just doesn't have that going for her at the moment. And Shelby Rogers is a... <laughs> so, um, that might be a pass too. However, it's uh, Buskova or pass, is what I'm saying. Shinwen Sheng, uh, in the first week of the grass season... Uh, she was playing a 125k on the grass, which she won. And then the second week of grass season, she went to Berlin for her first match on grass. Uh, lost to Alicia Parks in the first round. Uh, today, she gets Magdalena Frech, the serial loser, in the first round. I think Shinwen Shang, uh, minus 2.5, looks good. Shinwen Shang in street sets also looks looks good, in my opinion. 
Should be good for Shin Wenshang tomorrow. Bolter versus Martinsovo. That's uh, that's a good one. Martinsovo is minus 130. Go bet it. Martinsovo minus 130. Looks good against Katie Bolter. Katie Bolter, uh, my love, you're not like that. Played well last week, but uh, I don't believe it. Sorry. And because she played well last week, uh, and because of Martinsova's lingering injury and loss to Georgie, who was playing well, and Martinsova still uh, stuck it to her, kind of. Um, yeah, well, because of all of that, we get a good discount on Martinsova, and I cannot say no to that. And finally, Elena Gabriela Rus versus Lauren Davis. Uh, fuck, man. Seriously, like, fuck. I, I, I don't know. I said I would not be betting Lauren Davis matches. Uh, but I'm really tempted to take Elena Gabriela Rus. I'm tempted to take the over. Uh, fuck, man. Elena Gabriela Rus did stick it to the Zangbanger a little bit. Uh, but just could not serve at all. Uh, and it's, it's really bad. And Lauren Davis has a 2-0 head-to-head against her. Uh, 2-0. Two, two Martin Sifa is 1-0 against Katie Bolter, by the way. Uh, Shinwon Shang and Frech have never met. Bushkova and Rogers have never met. Suribus Tormo and Udvardi have never met. Uh, Kostyuk and Gulabich have met. Kostyuk 1-0 against uh, Gulabich. Uh, Lynette, uh, like I said, 2-0. Both reset wins over Kovinic. And Kenepi and Nuria Prezes Diaz have also never met. But yeah, this one I don't know, man. I don't I don't know about this one. I I, I said no more Lauren Davis matches if I bet uh Roos. Davis will probably win. If I bet Davis, um it'll probably go over and she'll lose in three sets. And if I bet the over, then one of these players is gonna win in straight sets. So uh I don't know. I think there's enough action to, to pass on this one. Although I really would love to bet Elena Gabriela Roos. If we look at Elena Gabriela's Rus uh, performance against Zhang, she lost in three sets in two hours. Uh, she hit 12 aces, but 17 double faults. 12 aces, 17 double faults. Only 46% of her serves went in. She won 80% of points behind her first serve. Her sec Behind her second serve, she only won 29% of points. She faced 10 break points, only saved 4, got broken 6 times, and 14 service games. She herself converted 5 of 10 break points, 50%, uh, so broke 5 times, got broken 6 times. I'm gonna bet Elena Gabriela Rus tomorrow, and nobody can stop me. You know, I can, and I'm going to. Fuck Lauren Davis, man. Unbelievable. Just unbelievable. So that is it for Eastbourne. Honestly, a good one. There's one, two, three, four, eight first round matches tomorrow, and there's four qualies. The four qualies matches also are are pretty good, I would say. Heather Watson is plus one twenty five against Lesia Tsurenko. I'll probably be betting uh, the over twenty one and a half. Uh, however, Watson plus one twenty five, in my opinion, looks good. Looks good, I would say. The other one is Tomova versus Flipkins. Flipkins is a four and a half game favorite over under 20 and a half. Um, I think that's a pass for me. Uh, Krunic is plus three and a half, plus 170 against uh, Rebecca Marino. I think Krunic is playable at those odds for sure. Moneyline plus 170 looks good. I will be taking a stab on uh, Lily Miyazaki, plus 375 against Donna Vekic. I love you, Donna Vekic, but uh, this is a it's a big number, and, and I really like it. I really like what I've been seeing from Miyazaki the past two weeks playing in England on the grass. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's going to be a move also. Is there one more? One, two. No, that's it. Yeah, those four. Uh, Heather Watson, uh, Tarenko, over 29.5, and Heather Watson money line I think is good. Tomova Flipkins is a pass. Krunic plus 170 looks good over Rebecca Marino. And Miyazaki plus 375 against Donna Vekic also looks good. Uh, to recap uh, the, the main draw matches in Eastbourne, I'm saying uh, Danka Kovic, 
Kovinic, Magdalenet over 20 and a half. Uh, Kai Kanepi, Nuria Perez's Diaz is a pass. Sara Suribas Tomura, Pano Udvardi is also a pass. Kostyuk plus 121 against Golubic looks very good. Buskova plus 140 against Shelby Rogers or pass. Shinwen Shang minus 2.5, 2-0 over Magdalena Frech looks very good. And finally, uh, Martinsova minus 130 against Bolter and Elena Gabriela Rus minus 120 over Lauren Davis. Wow, that looks very good. That looks really good, honestly, all of that. Mm-hmm. So to pop over to Homburg, Homburg also has eight first round matches tomorrow and no qualies. Uh, those are already done and, and some of the qualies are actually playing tomorrow. Like Katie Swan, like Hatuka, like Rahimova, and that's it. <laughs> so in Bad Omberg tomorrow, first round, uh, first up, Kaya Yuvan versus Lucia Bronzetti. I'm, be I'm betting Kaya Yuvan 2-0. I'm doing it. I, I have to do it. I feel obligated to do it because I know she's going to win in straights. Okay, against Bronzetti should be good. Kaya Yuvan played last week, lost in, in straights, uh, two tie breaks, 7-6, 7-6. Or I guess six seven six seven against Lauren Davis. That was her only grass match so far. Um, didn't play the uh, previous week. Um, Bronzetti played the one twenty five k in Italy last week. Lost to Harmony Tan in the second round from a set up. Kai Yuvan in straights looks good. Kudermetova, Kalinskaya. You know it's a over twenty and a half and Kalinskaya money line. Love it, absolutely love it. Over twenty and a half. Can't believe it's that low. Kalinskaya being shown no respect. This should be a really, really good one. It's a shame that they both have to play each other this early, but at least we get a treat, right? They've met five times before. Kudermetova won three of them. Kalinskaya, Kalinskaya won twice. Mm -hmm. Over 20 and a half. Love, 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 love it. Love it. Samsonova versus Rahimova. Another all-Russian affair is going to be a pass. Sasnovich versus Garcia. I'm saying over 21 and a half. And can you believe it? I'm betting Caroline Garcia at plus 165. Can you seriously believe it? They've met four times before. Caroline Garcia has won all of them. And three of those four have went over 21 and a half. Sorry, only two of them went over 21 and a half. Uh, one of them went over 20 and a half only. Garcia 7662 at the French Open two years ago. Mm -hmm. Hatuka to win a set. Hatuka plus 250 money line against Zidunchik. Uh, looks very good in my opinion. Katie Swan, same thing to win a set and plus 200 against Sloan Stevens. Sloan Stevens really got it going at the French Open. Uh, but now, new surface, new tournament, you know, French Open, that was, it's, it's been a while, sort of. And we haven't seen Sloane Stevens, so we cannot make an assessment on just how shit uh, she will be, or, or, or just her effort level. And I think it's going to be very low, it's not a slam. So yeah, Katie Swan looks good. To win a set, plus 200, came through qualifying, had a good win, playing in, playing at home. Sloane Stevens first match on grass. You know how Sloane Stevens is gonna play. By the way, Sloane Stevens lost a player called Nefisa Berberovic on clay. So, um, yeah. If this was Wimbledon, it's a whole different story. But here, no. Sorry. Anna Bondar, who's playing her first match on the grass, is plus three and a half, plus one ninety against the American and Lee. I think Anna Bondar plus three and a half and Moneyline might be worth a stab. Uh, one or the other, though, uh, it depends. I wouldn't go too crazy here or, 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 or get too invested. Uh, but I think it's definitely worth a stab. I don't know who the fuck Anne Lee is, in all honesty. And finally, I hate to end on a pass, but Kasatkina versus Petkovic in the night session in, ha in Bad Omberg is going to have to be a pass. It's going to have to be a pass.
Honestly, a very good-looking slate for tomorrow. A lot of action coming in so quickly after we've had a, a slow couple days, uh, particularly today with the rain. Okay, hopefully uh, there are no interruptions tomorrow. Hopefully all matches that are scheduled for tomorrow get played, then get played on time with no delay or interruptions or suspensions or anything like that. Fingers crossed. This has been The Safe Space. Thank you so much for listening. I hope all of you are having a great weekend. I hope we all have a fantastic Sunday. Best of luck to us, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.